Hello and welcome to Off Piste, where we try desperately to stay on topic as we talk about pop culture's biggest questions. I'm Chris Jewers. I'm Dan Luck. And I'm Dan Tull. And this week... What would your gimmick be if you're a James Bond villain's henchman? Bond villains are sometimes known to have gimmicks, like hands that are metal, teeth that are metal, fingernails that are metal, uh, eyes that are metal. Um, yeah, a lot of metal. Uh, hands that are metal. Dr. No has metal Thumbnails that are metal? Mr. What was Batista's thing? Yeah, 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 that's what I said, fingernails yeah. that are metal. Uh, that. Hats? Hats that are metal. Metal rimmed. Um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, a lot of metal involved. Um so uh, yeah, what, what would your uh, what would your what would your gimmick be if uh, if you were a Bond villain? What what would you have? I, I should point out at this point that Chris is struggling to speak or breathe because before we went on air, Toll just did some absolutely fucking I'm ripper. Ri- I'm really hungry. Ripper farts. I'm we ri- we know. I had a lot of Italian food last night. We did yeah. a Godfather screening. Yeah, so maybe that could be your gimmick, but we'll get to that. Uh, Chris, do you uh, that's not bad, have actually. an idea? It's better than what I, I do, actually, yeah. Um, I'm not going to go down the metal route. That seems like that's been done. It, it does feel like that is, at uh, this point, an overused trope. I'm thinking, very effective jetpack. Not one of those shitty ones you see, <laughs> but a very effective jetpack. Where does it come from? The cheeks? It's got no, to be, it's, it's, got it's be definitely fit. on his back. It's, it's got to be built into something. Yeah, his spine. Um, it's more of a modern, you know, definitely more of a modern kind of How are you controlling it? With, like, your, your hands? Yeah, he's like, probably got something in, his, uh, something in his hands which optic he uses. Optic nerves. Maybe optic nerves, optic you know. Nerves. Maybe is it... I mean, we're not talking about somebody else here. This is you. You are Oh, this the, is me. Okay, it's I have a jetpack. You. Okay, it's fe- maybe it's fused into me. Maybe I had a horrible accident and the jetpack's holding me together. But it's also just an add-on to me. Could it be neurologically controlled? Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. It does really, because obviously, you know, James Bond... Names, um, you know, in a lot of scenarios where he's fighting his enemies, it's quite. There can be quite vertical fights. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's is, quite. An, is... It's quite a quick win if you knock someone off a very high point. Mm. So if you've got a jetpack, you can just sort of. Oh, sorry, James. Absolutely. Straight back up. You could, you carry could on fuck him up. You could really fuck him up. You could. You could definitely mm. potentially win the first encounter. Hmm. But keep in mind, because this is James Bond, like, whatever your gimmick is, you'll probably die in a way connecting to whatever oh, your yeah. gimmick is. I mean, if it's fusing me together yeah, and he knocks, knocks it off, I'm probably going to fall to pieces. Like, Jaws gets beaten when um, he uses a giant rare earth magnet over his face and his teeth stick to it. Uh, Odd Job grabs his hat while it's against an electrified rail and it kills him. Uh, Teehee, with his metal hands, um, he his hand gets, like, clamped around a thing. Bond rail, cuts the tendon yeah. and then pushes him out a window. Doctor No, with his metal hands, can't. They're not dexterous enough, so he slides into a, a pool Could of boiling water. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm thinking, Mister Hinks <laughs> gets strangulated by a beer barrel. That's really dark, actually. That's actually nothing to do with his his hand, his thumbnail. No, yeah, they don't really address his hands that much. He doesn't, no. he doesn't speak during the film. He says, "Oh shit," and dies. Yeah. Isn't the idea that we kind of want to beat James Bond though? We can't be accepting of past defeats. We have to. We got to learn from them. Learn from them. So, so I'm thinking. Jetpack. Oh, absolutely! We can make our best, best attempts to beat mm. James Bond, but ultimately Bond will he always win. That's he, just he, the he unwritten. Then no, I do not. He is the protagonist. He, it's, it's just the unwritten rule. Um, like he really, will eventually win. I'm so thinking, it's just how worth keeping that in I'm mind. Thinking, well, a jetpack because that gives me a whole different axis of. Movement. I mean, you James fly Bond. above James Bond and then shoot him in the face. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of easy, isn't it? Just hover above him, bang. Shoot him in the face. I mean, how, how does Bond fight bullets to the face? Very poorly, I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna say. He tries to headbutt it, realises that that was a mistake, but doesn't realise it. For I long. feel like also we should, like, consider, like, which Bond, which era of Bond we would if be it's up Dan- against. If, if it's Daniel Craig Bond, 
right? Before you've even had a chance to engage the jetpack, he's drowned you in a sink. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then beating your testicles. Well, this is the thing. I feel like it's up to Chris here. Like, which, which era do you think your jetpack... Go- what would your name be, first of all? Oh, God, I have no idea. I haven't thought that far ahead. Okay, we'll come what to would that. A good, what would a good jetpack-wielding maniac's so, name Ah, be? jetpack McFire-anus. Maybe not that... Um, but so we're not ruling which, it out though because no one suggested anything else that's okay true. that's the placeholder Jack McFire anus against James Bond so which which era of Bond would you feel like your character belongs in the most and like would you be like a Connery era I feel like it's a bit early for jetpacks at that point uh, literally in, in one of the Connery films he used oh shit no that's so. um, You Only Live Twice isn't it no no, and he uses the jetpacks. Yeah, or is it Thunderball? It's Thunderball. Yeah. It's Thunderball. Well, I probably oh, have seen them all. I just forget. There's so many. Yeah, I mean, really, the era of the gimmicks was Roger Moore. Um, mm. That's where you had the most villains who like had weird attributes. But that said, you could pretty much choose anyone, and it would fit because Jetpack McFire and this is a one. I'm thinking modern with Daniel it, Craig. You know, it's, it's quite a modern. It's almost like not not full blown Iron Man suit, but, but it's kind of close to that. Like yeah. nano. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you. Could no. I feel like we're going to have some problems with the name in the Daniel Craig era because it's very mm-hmm. grounded in reality. <laughs> and Jetpack McFire Anus might not fly. Ironically, yeah, he should fly. He should oh, yeah, definitely the fly. The name may not take off. Well, the yeah, we got a lot of good good co- content here. Actually, I, I quite like what we're doing here right now. We're sizzling. We're sizzling. We're sizzling. Bit like Jetpack like Fire Anus. Um, Jetpack Um He's hovering in the sky. He's dropping ICBMs. I feel like that's a little bit far. Um, what? So well, why not? You could be dropping, you know, exosets, grenades, grenades, like grenades. a fire, a flamethrower. Have a flamethrower. Although that means he's got a jetpack and a fire tank on his back. That seems like a recipe. Well, if, I mean, if, you, if his name was McFire Anus, like I imagine there's going to be some sort of fire involved somewhere, isn't there? There does have to be some fire involved somewhere. Probably from the anus. Do you want to call yourself Nova or some sort of supernova? Yeah, something like that. Something Although, like I mean, that. does that would that be a real Daniel? I mean, I can't even remember the Daniel Craig. They, they just have villains. normal names. They're just people. They just, they just turn first up. team class names. They just mostly. turn up and fight him, don't they? Or Mister Something. You have you have Lashif. You have Ernst Stavro Blofeld. You have. Yeah, you're right. They're usually like continental sounding names, aren't they? Yeah, continental. So you could have Mister Monsieur Mc Anus Fire. Monsieur. Fainus. <laughs> Fainus. <laughs> Fuego. If you want to go Spanish with it. And then you could play um you could play poker with him and then he's like, I'm all in and you go, and I'm all out of options and then fly through the sky. <laughs> Just through the ceiling. Cards oh, scattered everywhere. Obviously you need a chase scene. His car spins off the edge of a lovely French Riviera cliff or whatever, and then he just pops Oh, you track. could have a chase through like the channel tunnel. Why? Well, that really defeats the point of the jetpack. Why can he? Yeah, but you're like kind of like going like straight on. Oh, you're chasing you in a car. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he's in the tunnel when you. He's forced you into the tunnel. You're like trying to like evade him. You're trying to get away from him. Why? Why? why James this? Bond is always the one running. He's always fleeing. He just. That's somehow. what I meant. All the way around. My bad. So you're trying to chase him. He's in his car. He goes in the channel. But tunnel. Wh- going, why? Why? Wait! Wait! You why would James Bond seek refuge in France? You realise you don't fly. You don't drive through. No, I'm saying like you get on a train. You park on a train. You don't drive all the way. Yeah, and then he'll like... You That'd can be insane. Do, you can do some shit. Imagine the I don't know. Dance. Fucking figure it out. It's your character. Wait, no. You're the one who brought the channel tunnel into it. <laughs> you think you drive through the channel? The most far well, he's, he's not going to drive all the way through. Like, like do Scott. the parking bit and then like... Nice. Get on a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you can like fight on the train or something. I don't know. <laughs> you're picking enclosed spaces. The jetpack would really not suit itself for exactly, enclosed spaces. Exactly, exactly. It's more tense that way. 
the flamethrower bit, Mike. Yeah, this but is then, what I'm saying. Oh, Jay, don't worry, this. honey, I'm just going to drive to France. How are you going to get there? Oh, just thought I'd nip in the channel and roast the end. I mean, think of the emissions. Oh, that's going to be bad for everybody else. You'd all die. You picked the worst place for a jet. Exactly, so Bond needs to get out of there, pronto, no, right? No, no, the worst place for the villain is, is the channel. He can't use his... He's got, but all his advantage is gone. He's just a broken man at this point. Okay, so he's going to go into the jetpack. He's just slammed into the ceiling, and he can't deactivate the jetpack, so it's just compressing his spine. Imagine, you know, if you like, if you could like, be how Bond beats him. Imagine when you, you know, release hubris him. leads him to go inside the tunnel. Imagine when you release a balloon. <laughs> he's just going to go. It's going to be a fucking. He's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that ties into what I said earlier with like how you're probably going to die based on what your gimmick is. Thing he's going to outwit you. If I had a jetpack, right? There are a few rules that I'd have, and one of them would be. Bizarrely, don't go in the channel tunnel. Enclosed hubris, hubris is a powerful force for a Bond villain, but and it's often there. Guy McFireanus certainly does not have hubris because he's already flying too close to the sun. Oh, Icarus. Actually, that's pretty. That's a pretty fucking good. Oh, every come full circle. As you know, there's already an Icarus in James Bond. Oh, for fuck's sake! And uh, die another day. That's just the name of the fucking satellite, isn't it? Yeah, but if you, if you had a character called Goldeneye, that would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? No, I'm Goldeneye. Yeah, but it's, it's not the Icarus. name of the film. I don't care about the past. It? Yeah, it's a cute... it's, it's a, just a... No, Icarus is too perfect for this character. It's a throwback. It? It's a little throwback. It's like, oh, Deadless. It could be, like, created using the technology from the, like, yeah, bit of the satellite that fell to Earth or some something. Absolute what, what if, have some what, continuity. What, what if you called him Deadless, and then that's the, that's the father of Icarus, and Deadless de- designed the flight. Did Icarus have a son? Icarus is just a... No, he died. <laughs> like, before, like, he flew into the fucking sun. No. Okay, fair enough. Well, I probably did, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not that clued up. But Daedalus is better, because he could have the Daedalus device. That doesn't really... No. And then you could be no. like, my name is Daedalus Bond, and you're about to be dead more. Not Daedalus. I'm sticking with Icarus. Icarus is a good I think Icar- we'll just stick with it's Icarus. A little yeah. You can be a little dickerous if you want. Wow, someone's bitter. I am bitter. Do you want to go next, then? Like a line. Um, yeah. What's your, what's your what's your gimmick? Detachable head. <laughs> well, cool. So now we have to talk about this for ten minutes. Okay, so uh, go ahead. Run us through this. I'll answer any questions you have. Just present them to me. First of all, which era? Uh, we're gonna go with the sex sex pest era. Roger so, Moore. Just as Connery transitions into Moore. <laughs> okay, so we're going. Okay, so maybe like sandwiched between Live and Let Die and the Man with the Golden Gun. Uh, well, no. It would be diamonds are forever, and oh, we're going there. Let die. Oh, okay. In between there. Oh, okay. As, as Bond metamorphosizes into <laughs> Roger Moore, as he regenerates into. Uh, I Roger don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go. Actually, I've got, I've got just the thing for this, but I'm going to save it, and then uh, it's going to be really good when I use it. Um, okay. Carry on. Um, okay, so uh, what's detachable your... head. You sticking with that? Detachable head. Yeah, we're going with that. Okay. okay how does that work? Yeah. Um, so you. I realise there are some implications. You twist it and it comes loose. How is your head still sentient? Uh, So all my internal organs, through a freak accident, are contained within my head. Does your body? (laughs) How big is your head? (laughs) Normal size. They've been they've been compressed. Does your body just kind of every time you pop it off, it just collapses? The body becomes an autonomous sentry. Why? Well, at that point, you don't need the organs. Surely, you just as long as your head like has like the connection to the body. Wi-Fi. Like a cyborg sort of thing. But you can't stream internal functions, unfortunately. <laughs> otherwise, well, otherwise get... medical science would be a long way away from... Which well, is the thing. Like, you're not going to need it. So if you're just like a robot body... Well, I, need, I need the body to like move around. It's basically a mech, but the head is detachable. Yeah. That's so... where all the important stuff is. That's the way the juice is. Can't hover. 
Uh, we could probably get some hover going on. Like, I can team up with Otherwise, the only benefit is that you can hold your head out. I can team, so team, team up corners. with Icarus. Yeah. But no, it makes makes good for escapes. Because you'd be like, oh yeah, the bad guy, what happened? Oh, he was clearly decapitated. We all saw it. And then I'd return later and be like, how, are you, how have you survived? Mr. Hinks, who gets... Um, like strangulated off of the train that's not an issue if someone's trying to choke you out and you just pop your head off they go ah his head's come off oh, <laughs> what no. have I done oh god <laughs> is, and then I turn I'd look at him and go yeah my head has come off what you can do about it bish and then they and then he just like, one, just chuck your face one would have a cardiac arrest it's very hard to break a head um you have to break a few omelets first or something. Um, but Are you going to have like a little, just like one jet in the base of the neck? Yes. Yeah, so like little, like little directional. Yes. Yeah, you know, like on the space. So you can uh, like fly around. Like, <laughs> Although that really works because of the lack of gravity. Well, I also have a lack of gravity around me at all times. Okay. I, I, mm. I like the idea that you can detach your head and then control your body separately. But at the same time, your head is very um, unprotected. I, I've got optic blasts. Okay, we need to... Dial it back a little bit if we're going for that. Sorry, sorry, yeah, era. of course, of course. Um, I still have the optic blasts, but I can only use them occasionally when the plot demands. So you're basically a robot at this point. I can breathe you're... fire. Huh? I can breathe fire. So you're basically a robot at this point rather than. How many just... robots do you know that can breathe fire? False. Sergeant Bash. He can breathe fire. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they should have brought Sergeant Bash back. He wasn't the best house robot, but now nostalgia. Like they brought all the others back in the reboot and then they didn't bring him back. Seems. Yeah, Topical. It's because he's got Another candidate. It's because Bash was caught up in the Weinstein scandal. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Classic there's, Bash, am I right? There's a Bash joke in there somewhere, but I don't, I don't Bash know. the Bishop. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know where to really go from here. In terms your line what, of questioning. Your name. I'm, I'm happy. Your name. Detachable Headman. Can we get something better than that? Potentially, but I've not come up with anything. It's work in progress. Um, so. Headless Nick. <laughs> Instead of nearly Headless Nick. You well, are neither yeah, okay. Probably just like something like headless horseman or something. I don't have a horse. You could have a horse. I could, but I don't want one. I don't have horses. They scare me. They're too big. Also, limitations <laughs> as well. You can go on the Channel Tunnel with one of those. You can go on the Channel Tunnel with a horse. It's inhumane. <laughs> um, but okay. maybe I have a horse that's capable of leaping the channel in a single bound. Yeah, I mean, you're a robot, so like maybe you can have a like robot. a robotic. I'm not a robot. Cyborg. I'm just not a cyborg either. It's all natural. Well, then it's you just, just pull just your head off and it's die. Just, it's just complex surgery. No, I've just said all my organs are in my brain. That doesn't make sense and can't happen. Having metal teeth can't happen. To be fair, Jetpack Man is also quite unlikely. I mean, even... Yeah, I know, but this is... Most even Bond this villains... is stretching it. No, not really. I mean, the headless bit, there, does, there are some serious medical ramifications. which would As I say, all the, all the important bits are in the brain. Um, but if you pop your head off and then, say, the two get separated... Maybe that could be a weakness, because it's fair to have a weakness. What if, say, your head got on the tube, but your body didn't? And the tube I mean, mind saying no, but body saying yeah. There's got to be a joke there, right? Maybe Bond like forces your body into some sort of like trash compactor, and then just like your head is left. Or he has sex with the body, but the, the head is, is there saying no. Uh, food. <laughs> <laughs> so your stomach and everything. So you, where, where do you shit out of? Uh, the butt. This is why I was saying that you're like is all your organs are in your head. So that means you've got your stomach. Well, you probably you get it through that, that fire bit at the bottom. Yeah. But then if you're separate, your head's gone. Yeah. This is what I'm saying, like, you're, like, part robot. Because if you've got, like, a robotic Nothing's robot. body... Nothing's robotic. But that doesn't... In the world that I've devised, nothing is robotic. It's just... What's holding you, your body together? Uh, bones. Why do you even have the body, then? If you can to walk do... around. Yeah, but if you can fly it around seems like the a head, serious it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be very strange um, trying to blend in if you're just a disembodied head. 
The do, only... do you agree? If you went into a estate agent and said, I'd like to get a mortgage... Well, yeah, and but you, I and, feel like you're being and, needlessly and, difficult. And, and, and your man's there and he's just a head. You'd be like, I'm going to address the elephant in the room in that you don't have a head. Uh, don't have a body, sorry. <laughs> Obviously, he's just head. Or, you know, actually the opposite. There's just a body there. You need the two things to blend in. Your name is just head. Because then, Bond, you've got the, the classic sexual jokes that like, I need to go and get head. And then, yeah. Then yeah. Turn that off. You could give yourself head. That's a, very, that's a strong advantage. The amount of sexual puns that could be made with this yeah. is, is, is off the charts. I'm only just realising See, the only, the only sort of James Bondy villainy thing I can see is actually the body hurling the head. Like a bowling ball. Like <laughs> pitching it at James Bond, just like headbutting him. At speed, in velocity. the face. Yeah, Which that, would be that, that'd be great. Like, yeah. on, you know, on job style. With Bond's trying to fight the head. But he feels like, I wouldn't fight a guy with no, no body. You've got to fight the body and, and the, the head at the same time. The body tackles him to the ground, is pounding him, and the head's there making quips. Got to get the And Bond loves to punch people in the face. Now he can't, because the face is no... But Bond will body. ultimately win, so how does that happen? I don't think he does win. I think he's too fucking freaked out by the fact that there's a disembodied head pounding on him. Uh, he's kind of got nerves of steel, though. It's kind of his thing. No, he doesn't. Bond cries a lot. Roger Moore's not going to give that much of a fuck, is he? Roger Moore's going to... by separation. You just have to get the two as far away from each other as possible. Well, I've not established whether that's actually a weakness or not. I'm still undecided about that. Because I, I think, really. Well, you've got to have a weakness. Like, this is kind of like the rule of thumb when well, it comes I'm, to bonds. I'm not immune to bullets. Not having a head is very, very weak. Well, the thing is, the head at this point is more powerful than the body. The body right. is just there as me. But without each. So, with, without the head, the body has no control. I guess, I guess what we're going to do is we're going to put a, a couple of dongles in the body. Um, that's what I'm saying. Get in the front. I mean, Wi-Fi only reaches so so far. He'll probably do 3G, something. 4G, 5G. Bond will probably just do something humiliating, like fucking trapping your head in a birdcage or something, yeah. and then just like I could levitate a birdcage easily. Tune my way out of it. Or he'll put like a fucking curtain or a cloth over the top of the birdcage <laughs> so you can't fucking see. Mm, the optic blast. It's Roger Moore era. It's, it's going to be something daft but like don't that. Don't you think the optic blasts would take care of a curtain? You could just bury it, couldn't he? Just, just straight up bury your head. Bury the head. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think he's going to be able to grab onto the head. It's got incredible thrust. From if what? he grabs the That's head, what's fueling he's still going to have the jetpack. Yeah, what's fueling it? Uh, food. Well, he's just going to he's going to wait it out. You know when I you guess. were saying I need to like poo and stuff. That is converted into raw energy, fertilizer. No, oh, but there's still a limit to it, isn't there? That's going to be highly combustible. Yeah, it needs to be combustible because it's a jetpack. So a well placed bullet from Jimmy B. Well, I mean, yeah, well-placed bullet in the face would probably kill anyone, but Bond is not known to shoot people in the face. He should do that more, actually. He it should. Solve problems. Don't get me wrong, like, he could have easily beaten Jaws if he'd shot him in the face. Teehee if he'd shot him in the I'm face. I'm pretty sure he did, and it just bounced off his teeth. Cause well, it... don't shoot him in the teeth. That's clearly where it's going to not work. Shoot him in the brain. Well, this, is, this was our point, like, really early in the podcast. Like, he makes a point of, like, shooting him in the fucking teeth, and then it ricochets off. He's like, <gasps> what? Like, try again. Give it another go. You might hit. Yeah, exactly. Teeth. I, I loaded an entire magazine into Jaws' face, and I, you know, even if one gets him... And do you know what? Don't go for the face. Go for the internals. Yeah. Anyway, I, like saying a bullet would stop me is not really a be-all to end-all that you know destroys my plan. A bullet would stop any of Bond villains. They're not immune to bullets. They're not superhuman. They've just got weird gimmicks. But ultimately, Bond will win. There is a... I don't think he does. I don't see a scenario where he wins. I'm playing him out in my brain and I just think that... You know, yeah, he I, could, I, he I, could I, bury I the head and your body would be... Me and Christmas. Your fuel would run out eventually, whatever it is that propels you. Some way of separating it, you're fucked. I, we've I we've come so. up with multiple ways in which you lose and one of if them anything, would happen I'm, because I'm it's James Bond. I'm frankly surprised you've even made it to the point where you can fight James Bond. I well, think I think Bond gets you in a headlock, right? And, he, and he's, he's trying to like, oh yeah, I've got him. The head detaches, 
One has a cardiac arrest because that's mental. That is terrifying. That's mental. I'd shit myself. The head looks at him and goes, what are you going to do now, Bond? And then I wheel on so that my neck is facing him where the, uh, where the jetpack is. I turn it up to 15, scorch his face, and then blast away. The body at this point jogging to catch up. <laughs> That's quite a funny visual, actually. But <laughs> it's quite slow. It's, yeah, it's overweight. It it's not like it's not like stops for breath. Like, oh. I swear, there's a TV show where that's a thing where someone there's a head which is controlling the body and it's like body come and the body. I think it's a prang from uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, it's scrubs. Uh, scrubs. <laughs> anyway, come. We've worked out the headless man situation I don't know if we have because Tull is adamantly refusing to lose when that's the entire crux of it that's a very Bond thing to do though refuse to lose what would yours be Dan? well um, I'm also going for sort of like Roger Moore era kind of like kookiness Um, I'm going to be a guy who just really loves monkeys and has like a couple of different ones it's like he's got a gorilla maybe like a cheeky gibbon gorilla's not a monkey so you fucked it it's an ape yeah Yeah. it's not a monkey Okay, well, apes slash monkeys then. Mm. Come on, you can't fucking hang up on this when you're insisting on this. David Attenborough would be disappointed. <laughs> Frankly, I feel like it, it's it's not racist, but it's certainly leaning heavily on bigotry. I think you'll agree, Chris. To conflate two entirely different species. So does this man have? If Neil were here, he'd shit himself. What was that? Does this man have control over his? I've raised these Pets. these these apes since birth, say. So maybe I was, I'm like a conservationist, and that's like my cover. And like like I've, something's going on with the conservation society that's like enabling like the main villain's plan or something. But I've got these apes and monkeys that get along with me. Like we understand. Think think like Coco, R.I.P. Oh yeah, what's that? Yeah, who's Coco? Uh, the gorilla who could do sign language and stuff. Oh, they like, met Robin Williams and it yeah, was like yeah. heartwarming because they just got on. And owned a kitten. It yeah. died it like two days. So I've got maybe like a gorilla. I don't know the name yet, but. Coco? Maybe not Coco. Don't want to tread on toes. Um, so. Yeah. I like the dress up. It's almost like an old timey kind of, you know, hunter kind of guy. Kind of that. Oh, like uh, Van Pelt. That kind of thing. I know you're not hunting them, but you know, you're an uh, outdoorsy uh, uh, kind of person. You're colonial. Yeah, definitely colonial. Maybe sort of like. Definitely a- colonial. Maybe yeah. like a sort of like a jacket sort of thing. Collected like, them from around like the world. A natural, oh wow, you've really sold the imagery. Maybe some kind of jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a naturalist sort of like. You've collected these apes from around the world, and you've got this kind well, of no, emporium. Well, yeah, so I've kind of like, like got a few. A menagerie, a bestiary, I think. Bestiary, bestiary. Um, so I've got a gorilla, a gibbon, maybe, maybe oh, I'd, a orangutan, a orangutan. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of apprehensive to say chimpanzee because, like, obviously when Bond beats me, it's going to have something to do with the monkeys. I don't want my face ripped off by a chimp. Wow, she really did get her face ripped off by a chimp, didn't she? Yeah. To be fair, don't keep chimps as pets, I think. If I'm killed by the gorilla, somehow, then... Somehow. At least to be quick. You're wondering how a gorilla might kill you. Well, if this is a gorilla that I've, like, raised myself... But you're wondering how it would how it physically do it? Or? In the Roger Moore era, I feel like it would be as bullshit as, like, Roger Moore's, like, cornered by the gorilla. is about to fucking pound him into dust. And he's, like, he, like, says how, like, I'm mistreating the gorilla or something like that. Or, like, tells the gorilla, like, the evil plan of what it's actually being used for. No, he just produce a banana. Or so, yeah, or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Something that like somehow makes the gorilla that I raised turn against me for like almost no reason at all, and then I'm just pounded and mercilessly. I, I, I actually think what you'll end up having is is the true effect of what you know when people befriend animals like this is that you'll get a bit too comfortable and think, oh yeah, mm. then they equate them to humans because they are a bit too familiar, Maybe. and yeah. then realise like 
Oh wait, no, it is actually just a gorilla, and then it beats oh, you to death. I know what it'll be. I'll you reach for a... my gun, and the gibbon's like taking it or You'll something. You'll have a weapon which you use to control them. So they, whenever you've got this, maybe it's like a cattle prod or something. Oh, they would have to be a gorilla bond... prod. Well, it has to be obviously. Maybe me bond being... removes that, and the minute the monkeys see that you don't have it, they're like, I'm gonna "Fuck this guy up." That's good actually. Because he like, drops you into the cage. My facade of like, mm. oh, like I'm friends with these monkeys. That's like the public front, yeah. but in secret, like I'm actually like controlling them with something. I don't know why he's a Bond villain though. Like I said, like the conservation society is actually like a front for some sort of like illegal activity. Trafficking, Maybe, something. yeah, trafficking something can, can using he, monkeys or diamond something. Diamond mines that would be very. Can he, yeah, can he be called Caesar? Well, uh, we've already got a Caesar monkey, haven't we? No, no, but he's a human. Ah, uh, or maybe he's called Doctor Zeus. <laughs> Doctor Zeus. Um, yeah, maybe. We like doctors in James Bond. I, I imagine I probably would be some sort of doctor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, At the very least, you've got a uh, you've got a BSC. Mm. Um, you definitely we'll, fall, we'll into the, fall into the cage at the end. The limbs are ripped, ripped from from his body. You're like, no, come on, monkeys! I'm your friend. Although at the last minute, maybe detachable headman flies in. You've got Icarus in the sky. A chimp latches itself to your flying head as you're flying around and screeching incessantly. Skull, skull scratching, <laughs> just yeah, like the like the little frog. Oh, it just starts <laughs> banging my head. No, we don't want that. I won't come and save you. I'll send in Icarus. <laughs> As a trio, we'd be pretty powerful. We'd have an army of, like, primates. Mm. We'd have a disembodied head and a jetpack. It's not a bad combination. Oh, give... God. It's not a classic Maybe. combination by any means, but it is if, still a combination. If Chris dies, if Icarus dies, we can, and my gorilla gets injured, combine the two. Got a jetpack gorilla, suddenly. Gorilla. Maybe you're the gorilla scientist who's... Gorikarus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Garicarus, don't fly too close to the sun. Maybe you're the crazy scientist who's doing these weird body modifications. Yeah, you, you've made us what we are. And you just have an obsession with apes. Maybe. Maybe my evolution comes first. It. It's an evolution thing. You're really into the idea of taking humans to the next evolutionary step. And you're looking, yeah. at, you're looking at... So you yeah, have yeah. the monkeys as the the step before, mm. then the human, and then you've got us as your weird pet people who you're turning into robots. Yeah. Like, I could be the first film where it like, sets that up, and then you guys come in like, the next... Films and like you're hinted at, yeah. In the first one, yeah, you've like, just got a head on a on a table, and you're maybe there. like and just the body. And, and Bond's there. like, "What's that head about?" And you're like, "Eventually, it will have a body." There's definitely a trilogy here. Mm. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, 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 I'm enjoying this a lot. So okay. I, I what, what, my... film, what film is it called? Oh yeah, shit! We've got, I haven't thought of the names of the films yet. Um, oh, what's a good fucking monkey ape pun? Oh um, well, no, we've got to think. We've got to think bigger than that. It's not just about the monkeys now. It's all about the evolution, it's and it's someone wants to it's take about humanity. The, it's the overall arc. He wanted to mm. take humanity to the next step. I, so I think I know what it's called: Icarus, the Headman, and the Monkeys. Oh, bad. A bit like Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, but bad. But we, we really bad. That's, bad. A, that's a awful. solid no from everyone. Garicarus and the Headman. No. Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Maybe we need people to suggest the name for this. That would be. Should we hand it out to the fans? I think so, yeah. So we're going to need the name for the the Monkey Man. Skyfall! What? That makes so much more sense than it did in the actual film Skyfall. <laughs> Maybe for the Icarus one. You've got your man up in Icarus, and then Skyfall, that could be the name of your institution to look after the monkeys, because monkeys, as we know, love skies. Um, <laughs> Do I don't know if that's a, like a celebrated trait fall. of monkeys. My body's like always sky. falling over. Adele can do the theme song, but she'll do a better job than she did before. She won't just say scaffold again and again. It sounds like she's saying, let the scaffold when it tumbles. Uh, shoddy s- construction is a theme. Bad contractors. Bad yeah. contractors. Maybe yeah. that's what gets you. You're standing on a, on a walkway and you're like, don't worry, I, I, nah, I paid extra for the, for the contractors and the contractor's are like, he didn't pay as much at all. 
and then you fall down into the monkeys. Now, sadly, I do think it is my destiny to have my skull caved in by a gorilla's fist. Get skull fucked by a chimp. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that, then that leads into, like, oh, where did his experiments go? And then, like, the next few films, he's, like, tracking down an experiment each. So, like, there's you, and then there's Icarus, and all that sort of jazz. Big like, Dickerus. He's <laughs> just got a giant dick made of fire. We were doing so well in bringing it all together. Yeah, it's, it's getting... So what we're going to do is create a cinematic universe comprised entirely of horrific mutations. I think that's a bold direction for Bond What would Neil be? Some kind of swan? <laughs> Sorry, Neil, I guess you're a swan now. Just a human with swan, swan proportions. <laughs> Just a long, slender neck. <laughs> but it's a swan. <laughs> yeah, all right, Neil, you fucking swan. What a swan. Am I right? He's, he is a swan, isn't he? And on that... He's, he's, sometimes he goes, ah! like, that's a swan noise. Wait, is that a goose? He's not here to defend himself. I think this is a bit harsh. No. He, could, he could break your arm. Quick as look at you. With his neck. <laughs> a human with swan proportions. What does that look like? It's, it's so, nothing suddenly, good. Suddenly their arms are folded round. And they're also very folded over. Yeah. It's not great. A lot of hissing. I don't well, like it Proportions, not necessarily... Yeah, you're right, that'd be horrible. I think you'd be hissing if you had swan proportions. Just I'd be very pain, angry. Yeah. You know, in anger. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, that horrifying body horror note, uh, I think we're going to call it time. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, then leave us a review, leave us a comment, you know, let us know what you thought. Uh, if you've got any other ideas for what your gimmick would be or what our gimmick should be uh, as Bond villains slash villain henchmen, uh, then let us know. You can find us on Twitter. At Offpiece Podcast. We're at Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Also worth mentioning um, that Neil, who is sometimes on this podcast, um, is doing a separate podcast that we did not mention once. So of course. It's worth bringing up. Um, it's called British Bestiary. Yes, of Does course. it with friend of the podcast, Josh Ogle. It's really good. Um, it's on iTunes. It's worth looking at. It's Give it a listen. A, they basically talk about English folklore. Um, and We beasties. About, yeah, it's pretty chilling. I uh, did the theme music for it. Which we'll insert now. Mm. Mm, that's crisp. Mm. Mm, very crisp. <laughs> and uh, you can also email us <laughs> at uh, officepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. I've got nothing more to add. <laughs> when the sky falls. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs>